Welcome out there to another awesome episode of the Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so happy to have you with us today as we put on our dancing shoes, head to the 80s clubs, and get funky to Tegan and Sarah's heartthrob. Yeah. Something like that. You're going to go dancing? Okay. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do with this record. You're supposed to dance to it. It is a dance record. I will give you that. It is yes. an 80s influenced dance record. I, I, well, we can get into it. I, I hear a little bit of 90s as well, though. Oh, very much so. And some early 2000s, too. And some 2000s, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, some Tegan and Sarah. Um, I, I admit that I, I know of Tegan and Sarah. Do you I knew know? of. I think my wife had listened to some at some point, and I knew of them. But I had never listened to this album before. So had she, has your wife ever heard Heartthrob by Tegan and Sarah? No, I'm pretty sure not this album. Okay. So that's not surprising because Tegan and Sarah, for those of you who, who don't know, or maybe even those of you who are actually fans of Tegan and Sarah, they were actually an indie group or duo from there. Well, first off, they're sisters from Canada. They're twin sisters from Canada and they started playing music together at a very, well, a later stage they were in high school, but they released like acoustic indie records for years, multiple ones. We're not talking like, you know, one or two, we're talking like four or five, you know, uh, so jealous and the con are probably two of their most popular indie records uh so much as uh death cat for cooties guitar player i think his name was chris walla produced the con and to me that's a great album it's a it's a wonderful record really cool uh love the songs on it i also love so jealous the in fact my favorite tegan and sarah song it actually comes from so jealous uh walking with a ghost and that song was so influential that even the white stripes did their own version of it and released that on an ep so they are very widely known and respected amongst the indie community. So why are we talking about them in releasing a synth pop album? That's a great question. What do you think? Uh, you just wanted to dance. You just wanted to dance? That's Sometimes possible. you just have to dance. It's possible. Uh, Tegan and Sarah will be the first ones to openly admit that they reached a point in their career where they're like, okay, what do we do next? You know, they've reached an end of a decade of being in the music business. They were they were crossing that threshold from the 20s to 30s. And they were like, what are we going to do? What do we want out of our life? What do we want out of our career? You know, we're playing these shows that have this amount of number of people showing up on a regular. Do we want to try to be bigger? Do we want to try to be, you know, what direction do we want to go in? And they decided that they were going to change the game a little bit for themselves. Now, this came to the detriment of some of their diehard fans. And then this also came the the praise of new fans and some of their old ones were like you know what i'm fine with this and that includes me i've been a fan of them for years i've i've always enjoyed their music for as long probably back to like 2006 2007 is when i first came across them and i was totally fine with this shift i i thought it was completely cool now i'll be honest i was surprised when it happened i i came across it when i was shopping at a barnes and noble i was walking around and I hear this cool, like, synth pop music, and I'm, like, dancing to it a little bit, you know, just enjoying, grooving, and I'm listening to the vocals, and I'm like, that sounds familiar. That that sounds, because Tegan and Sarah have a distinctive voice. Yes. You know, like, very distinctive voice. Yep. I'm like, that. I'm like that sounds like Tegan and Sarah, but that can't possibly be them, because they're not this kind of artist. And I went home and looked them up on YouTube and all that stuff, and sure enough, they had released an album heartthrob released back in 2013 and it was all new material totally different than anything they had ever done gotcha yeah that's uh the little bit of tegan and sarah that i knew of was not this yeah 
And so again, they lost a lot of fans, but then there was people like me who were like, yeah, it's cool. Let's do it. You know, not a big deal. Let's hear more. Um, overall, I think this album is actually really good. I, I can separate the two variations of Tegan and Sarah, because you got the indie first half and then the albums that have come after this have still carried on that synth pop feel, but they've brought back a little bit of that indie feel as well. Uh, but you know, overall, I think both sides are good. I'm, I'm happy with it, but, but I wanted to pick this record because I think this is just a solid all around good record. Um, if I had to rank it, I would say it's a four star record out of five. I don't think it's perfect. I th- there are some flaws in it. Um, but it's a danceable album. I enjoy listening to it. Every time I put it on, I feel good and, and that's cool. You know, and my grouchy grumpy self, I, I like that. It's cool. Nice. So I wanted to know, Jeremy, first off, had you ever heard of them, which you, you have yep. confirmed that yep. you have Uh second, what do you think of this record? What are the best and worst songs from this album? And third, did you buy it? Well, I will have to say, and maybe a little bit of hyperbole that of all the albums were what a year in that yeah, you've ma'am. given me mm-hmm. and were what episode 50 something that this is probably my favorite album that you've given me. Whoa. Are you serious? Yeah, I am very serious. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, I don't know if it took me a while to start listening to it, but you know, it was different. I go, okay, it's very may, different. maybe it's just, uh, it's just the right place and right time, whatever. But uh, my family likes it. Nice. My kids are listening to it. Uh, I think my wife, you know, she kind of listened to it. She kind of said, oh, cool. Yeah, you know, cool. Um, that, um, yeah, the kids have added some songs to their playlist. Yeah. So they really like it. And kids, my kids are six years old, so they like something that's kind of <laughs> upbeat, poppy. You can hear the yeah. vocals. We went to some uh, battle, kind of a battle of the bands recently, and there were kids playing, and my daughter was just like, I, I don't understand what they're saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was live, and, you know, you hear the, the reflections in the room, but, you know, the vocals are very clean in here. They're super catchy lines. I think I kept writing, you know, catchy, 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 and I just had to stop each yeah. song just because on my notes just saying, it's all great, big choruses. They're pretty much all sing-alongs. Can I interject something yeah. here? Just because you were talking about your kids, your kids might have actually heard them before and not even known it. Have they ever seen the Lego movie? Uh, maybe. There's the song from not. the Lego movie called Everything is Awesome. Oh, okay. And that's Tegan and Sarah as well. Well, so just this morning, uh, before recording this, mm-hmm. they're on our, as we call her, the robot, because you can't say Alexa without her going, <laughs> Ring. So we call her the robot. So they're on Alexa and saying, play Tegan and Sarah. So now oh, they know. Cool. And also I should say, there's a little bit of a connection because they're twins. Yep. I have twins. So yep. I say, hey guys. Lily and Sam to my kids. These are twins. You're twins. Yay. You should like it. No, I don't know. Just, just a funny coincidence. So anyways, my daughter's on Alexa, the robot asking for Tegan and Sarah. And that song came on and we we're like, this isn't Tegan and Sarah. And they're like, next, next. So it's funny you mentioned that. Awesome. I didn't realize that. Um, but uh, I do know of that. I didn't know that was them. Cool. So that's cool to know. So we'll have to maybe listen to that. But no, it's just, it's all great. It's, it's hard to find a good song. So when we were kind of setting up to record, I was joking, but kind of serious. I'm mm-hmm. like, did I pick my favorite song? And you're laughing at me. <laughs> so now getting to why, and I was like, I'll get to that. And that it's just kind of difficult on this song. Yeah, and, it is. You know, and uh, some of the other albums we've been listening to is kind of difficult on those two, but yep. 
yeah, I think the first four or five songs, they're just pure dancers. I mean, of course, Closer on Spotify, if you go to Tegan and Sarah, Closer is their most popular song yeah. now, which is funny enough. You're saying it kind of was a jumping off point in terms of style for them, but it is has many more plays than all their other songs. Yes, it does. So other people really like Closer too. It might just be because it's the first song on this album, but Closer is great. Uh, you get the cool little, the rising into the lines closer. Uh, and that's very Tegan and Sarah. It is. I, I don't know if it's Tegan or Sarah or both. Do it's, you know? So I'll be honest with you. During their indie music days, it was much easier to tell the difference. Uh, but with this, it's hard. And also back when they were making the indie music, they would write their songs separately from each other. Mm. And a lot of times they would even record them separately. So the only time they would actually sing them together was when they played them live. Now they kind of shifted from that with other albums that came out, but this one, like all songs were written by them together. And that, I guess that blended their vocals more. So they sound very similar on this album. Gotcha. So, and then Closer, when I was looking up lyrics just to kind of read a little bit more into the album, there is another credit on Closer. Mm-hmm. Greg yes. Kirsten. Yes. The, the producer. So, I'm I'll guessing. also say that the reason why I haven't said the producers is because there's like 50,000 on this record. Gotcha. Like, so, they went all out on getting different producers and writers to help them hone this sound. Because it, it wasn't natural to them. Gotcha. So, Closer, though, does have the hit maker Greg Kirsten's work yes. with Adele and so forth. Ideally. Ideally, right. So, I mean, that's a hit. Closer's great. Goodbye, goodbye. I was a fool. I'm not your hero. Drove me wild. I mean, it just keeps going down. I Couldn't Be Your Friend is really great. It's kind of got this cool keys, Mm -hmm. staccato keys going on. Love, they say. I think that's more guitar in 90s. Yeah, it is. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that sounds a little bit more like it could be like a Sophie Ellis Baxter song. Yes. Yes. And and, and so there's... When I listen to this record, I often, when I think of that song and I hear the beginning part, I'm like, dude, they should have just left that that out, left the acoustic part out, you know. Oh, no, I think it's great. To match everything else. No, I think it's great. All right. No, I got you. It changes, though, at that point. Yes, it does. It does. Now I'm all messed up. It's kind of early 90s, 80s -hmm. melodies, kind of got a little bit of everything. And then I think the last song, Shock to Your System, is totally different from everything else. It is. But it's really cool. I actually looked up a live version and they it was just from like a few months ago. And they were singing it on CB, whatever Canadian channel. Yep. And it sounds great live. And uh, uh, what you are, what you are is lonely. And it's got cool toms and shock to your system. Mm-hmm. Knock your heart right out of sync and cool lyrics and so forth. So, Dude, I'm so excited that you like this. I this really like it. Yeah, it, it's. I'm like, I'm trying to keep it within because I'm like, <laughs> it's very cool. So we're just dancing along. So uh, I think a few episodes ago... Um, uh, which artists you were saying, you know, just your, your favorite changes. Yeah. Right. Every time I listen to it, and, it's a different song. Um, it was, um, uh, Biffy, Biffy Clyro. You said yeah, your, your yeah. favorite changes on that album. So every time I listen to this, it changes. Nice. A different nice. song. So I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't want to say I'm picking it on the, the spot right now, but, uh, it's, it's hard <laughs> to pick one as, is the favorite. So shock to your system. That's totally different. Yeah. Closer is the big hit, but the one recently, and my daughter helped me with this. Mm-hmm. She goes, she liked Closer. That's on the playlist. But then when we heard I Was a Fool, it, it's just sticking out. And it's it's kind of like a slow jam. Yep. And it's just got that catchy chorus. It also has the call and the response in the second pre-chorus, whether Tegan or Sarah is singing. And then the other ones mm-hmm. kind of goes the, the, the play of words, but... Stan still is all we did. Love like ours is never fixed. Yep. It's just kind of cool. So I was a fool as of today. Love, love, like 
It's a good song. It's a great song. My daughter was singing it this morning outside of listening to it on the robot. So <laughs> she just starts like breakfast. I was a fool. So. I got all the choruses on this album are yeah. just so good. Um, I mean, they sound golly. like they've been doing this forever. So yeah. it's kind of interesting. Now, was the album before this a segue? No. That's interesting. Because no. it sounds like they're, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of synth pop, but yeah. I think they're doing it very well. Somebody else might beg to differ, but I, I think, think it just fits. This, it's so strange. Like I said, when I, it was a giant shock to hear them like this when I first heard them in that store. I was just blown away, like, no way, no way. And it's good. Now, they've gone on and they've done other songs with uh, other artists. Like, uh, uh, there's an, a song called Body Work that they do with uh, Morgan. I can't remember his last name. I want to say Morgan. God, I don't remember. Morgan Freeman? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, it's a great song. It's a Euro dance pop song, and it's really cool. Um, it, I don't know. It's just really cool. Uh their shift, the fact that they could do it and successfully do it, which isn't really neat. But I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they have interesting voices. Yeah. Like very interesting, distinctive voices. You hear them sing, you know, that's Tegan and Sarah, you yeah. know, like it, nobody else sounds like them, you know? So there's yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, again, I was a fool, super catchy, just yeah. like the slow jam. That's a great choice. Um, I couldn't be your friend. Um, I think I really like that one, but if I have a, a second choice for best, I would say Shock to Your System because it's just totally different. Man, it's a cool choice, too. It's hard to hit stop. I mean, once you start playing the music, it's great. You just want to keep playing it. So, you, you know what I love about that song? And I'm going to just be honest with you. Uh, it's got ties to Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill. Yeah, it, that's true. If yeah. you think about that song, Running Up That Hill, uh, which has all of a sudden become popular again because Stranger Things, but it's, it's, I, I felt like the oddball out because years ago I was listening to Hounds of Love by Kate Bush and, and like, why doesn't other people know this? Anyways, if you listen to Running Up That Hill, the drum line that's in the drum parts are in there. There's no cymbals. There's no crashes or anything. No. Like that. It's all toms and snare and stuff like that. And it makes, it stands out. It makes that song stand out even more. Same with this one. Like the focus, the, bu, 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 you know, really makes the song stand out. But it's I effective. Love that. Yeah, it's very it's effective. effective. Yeah. And uh, maybe similar artists would be today and around this time was Broken Social Scene. Uh -huh. I've never heard of them. I think that this sounds like a Broken Social Scene mm -hmm. song. Also Canadian artists. Yep. Right. And then, uh, funny enough, Arcade Fire, which yeah. also Canadian. Canadian. So maybe it's like a Canadian sound of maybe this. Maybe it is. This, in particular, Shock to Your System. Interesting. So again, it was hard to pick a favorite song, so I'll go with those two. Yep. Closer, I'm going to leave that. Maybe you'll pick that, but also Closer, I feel like everybody can hear that. Yeah. Closer is up there too. That's it's the, up there. It's the, good. It's the top song. We were, you were singing it earlier. Um, if I have to pick a song that I don't like, again, it's really hard to pick a song. I kind of want to don't pick a song almost. Yeah. Like it's such good It's music. almost perfect, but it's not. It's again, not quite there. I've bought other albums that you've given me. Uh-huh. But this one, I admit I have not bought it yet. It, it's good enough that um, I I'm not going to just stream it out. That's good. I'm glad to it. hear that. Very cool. So 
I guess we're here to argue and pick one that is not the best song. I guess I have to. Uh, yep, 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 yep. I really like a lot of this, but if there's one that maybe it's it's a little quieter, just, I don't know, it just doesn't have as much as the other songs, um, I'm going to go, maybe How Come You Don't Want Me a little bit, it has a little bit of 80s, but then I'll just go with track nine, Now I'm All Messed Up. It's not a bad song. If I have to pick one, you're giving me a look. If I have to pick one today, that would be my least favorite because all the other songs are just so strong. I'm going to hurt you <laughs> because that is my pick for the best song on this album. Oh, oh now, no. okay. I will give you that it starts off slow. Yeah, it takes a little while. It takes a little while. However, it's got the best payoff on this entire album. The chorus is perfect. Going into the next chorus, like the 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 post chorus is great. Then you go into the second chorus and the third chorus, where you know, like later on after another verse and stuff, where you now have the call and response again, like go, please stay, go, please stay. I mean, like it's beautiful, it's perfect. It is a song about someone who is being broken up with, not the one doing the breaking up, but someone who's being broken up with and how they're trying their best to either be strong, be, you know, selfish, you know, like whatever it is like, well, fine. You're just going to go anyways. I don't care, but I still love you. Please stay. You know, it, it, it is an honest song about being dumped. Think about how many times we, you know, we, we think of songs where, you know, like somebody leaves somebody or I'm leaving you or this, this, this is a very vulnerable song. And I, I don't know. There's something about it. Ever since I first heard it, this song to me has always stood out as being the best song on there because it's so honest. And I love that even though they, you know, go, go, go if you want. I can't stop you. Like, it just, oh, it's so good. Yeah. And I do like the melodies. I mean, it reminds me, this is like early 90s, 80s. It, it does have that kind of feel, yes. And again, it's hard. Uh, out of all of the other songs, all the other songs, in terms of also what I think of this album, and let's just say, you yeah. know, it's the album argument. We're talking yes. in relationship. And we are arguing right now. We're arguing, throwing chairs, right? Just went to the hospital <laughs> and we're back. Uh, the other songs are, you know, you said a dance album. Yeah. And this one, you know, maybe Shocked Your System is in and things like that. Uh, like I mentioned, How Come You Don't Want Me. Yeah. That, that would be maybe an honorable mention for not as much of my favorite. No, I got Out you. of the, the, what, 10 songs. But if I have to pick one that just... It takes a little bit of time to get to. True. If, if the whole purpose of the album is to be dance pop, true. I put it on I, true. Tr song one to song 10, except for song nine. I hear you. I get all of that. Now, nine, now I do listen to it, but if I'm, if I have to choose one, I don't want to say it's a perfect album. Yeah. It's pretty close. I got you. Yeah. I don't do numbers like you do, but you know, I'd say a four point, 
eight out of five. I go. don't know. All right. And so maybe I'll just take off a couple of points for this. Look, I'll be real with you. Okay. You want honesty? I'll give you honesty. Yeah. You're you're 100%. Yes. In a sense, I am wrong because this is a very good dance pop album. And this is kind of the bummer song of the album. I don't know why it is that I love this song so much, other than I just, I really enjoy the chorus and post chorus and bridge and stuff like that. I I think it's really good. It just always stands out to me. But if, yeah, the, the feeling that you get through the entire album, this is that bummer song that maybe doesn't need to be on there. However, it's still my pick for best, and I'm sticking to it. Um, I think uh, I Was a Fool is a great pick on your part. Uh, I think overall, uh, overall, like everything you said is, is 100% accurate. Um, I would like to say goodbye, goodbye. The second track of this album was my very close number one song. Like it, it's like a hair behind. Now I'm all messed up. All right. So since so I've already goodbye, played goodbye. that, saying it was the worst yeah. out of all of them. Again, worst. Again, the the threshold for worst here is different. It's very like, very tough. Sometimes, let's say if we're scoring all these songs as in like ten is the top yeah. and one is the worst. Like the worst on this album is. Like a seven. Still, yeah, still, and that's a great score. <laughs> on other albums, the worst is a one, and you'll always skip it. So, yeah. again, when I say it's the worst, but anyway, so Ryan, you're saying goodbye, goodbye, maybe is an honorable, honorable mention. It's got some uh, talking heads right there, time of your life in the background. I mean, awesome chorus, awesome post-chorus. It's it's a great song. It falls, to me, just falls just short of Now I'm All Messed Up. But yeah, it, on any day, I could switch back and forth on those songs. Okay. Yeah, I agree. No, yeah, that one came up earlier today. I mean, we've been listening to this a lot. I'm glad to hear that. You know, for a pick that I just I don't feel like is the strongest is Love They Say. And it's nothing personal. I like the song a lot. It's just, you know, we do have to pick that one song. If the album is not perfect, we do have to pick that one song that doesn't hold up as much. As I said before, you know, I felt like they could have left the acoustic out. That's the only reason why I'm picking it is just because you, you've gone this whole record with the synth pop feel without any guitars. Just go ahead and finish it without the guitars, you know, like, so I'm picking Love They Say, and even though I do like the song. I'll give you that in terms of, uh, I mean, that's why I picked up Now I'm All Messed Up, because it, yeah. for me, it doesn't fit the rest of the songs. When I do get to Love They Say, it's like, whoa, that's guitar. Now, I would say that the rest of the album, I do appreciate, and maybe what we appreciate out of it, mm-hmm. it's synth pop, but there are guitars. Yeah, there and are. we do like our guitars. Yes. But Love They Say, I mean, it's more back to what I've looked at some of their older music, yes. more the acoustic and everything. Now, they do fuse it with other elements so almost it's almost like maybe they have love they say they wrote 
first and was like a bridge or could have been on an album before that it's it very well could have been i mean like a bridge song type thing you know um or to appease the old fan base and you know i don't know and it's buried in the album so I, I don't think you're wrong i think again everybody out there should go listen to this album because it's it really so should. crazy strong and it makes you want to get up and dance mm-hmm. it's hard to hit stop um i mean they gained a fan out of me i, I do know i've heard some other tegan and sarah i'm like yeah okay but then when I heard this and I was like, when you gave this to me, I go, okay, Tina and Sarah, okay. And yeah. I'm expecting the acoustic. And then Closer started and you're like, this is totally different. Did get I a actually little closer. get the right album? Yeah, did I get the right album? So yeah, thank you for sharing. I appreciate again, that. I'm, I'm glad you getting, like it. I will be getting this and everybody should go listen to some nice. Tegan and Sarah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so again, I know that this is, as we've said a thousand times now, that this is different from what they've done in the past and a little bit different from, you know, it's sort of along the same lines of what they've done recently, but with still some changes, but everybody should go out there and listen to Tegan and Sarah's music, all of it, all the albums, every bit of it, especially the songs like Walking with a Ghost. Uh, which is, again, my favorite Tegan and Sarah song of all time. Great song. Yeah, just go give them a chance. Go out there and listen to them. Find them on Spotify, Apple, wherever it is you get your music from. And, yeah, support us as well. Make sure you share this content with Grandma, because I think Grandma would really enjoy the the danceable feel of this record. Yeah, and so just to kind of put in perspective, if you're not really into the dance pop, remember a few weeks ago we did Metallica. Metallica. And then we did some folk last week with the Civil Wars. Yeah, we did. And then now some Tegan and Sarah, and it all goes together somehow magically, and that's it the really beauty does. of music. And so, if you've missed any of those episodes, go back to any podcast service, check them out. You know, as we are hitting our fifty-sixth episode, you know, we have plenty of other episodes with cool music, and we'll have many more to come. So, thealbumargument.com or any podcast service where you can find all those previous episodes. Sweet, very good. Well, I guess let's wrap it up. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>